0: Welcome to Vitality Made Simple. The following production is for educational and entertainment purposes only. If you need medical advice, call your doctor. Now, let's go to Vitality Made Simple. Welcome to Vitality Made Simple, where we take the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osmond, and I sincerely thank you for joining me. Today, we're going to talk about comparison. You know, being feeling good, having vitality is not just one thing. It's not just gut health. It's not just staying hydrated or having fun movement. It's a lot of different things. And comparison very much impacts vitality. Now, comparison happens so innocently, that uh, we don't hardly even know it, but it never ends well. Do you enjoy being compared to other people? Neither do I, but it's usually not other people that are causing the problem. It's us comparing ourselves to others or to other situations that causes this internal distress. So today we're going to explore why we compare ourselves to others, and we're also going to investigate strategies that help curb this monster. Comparison hijacks your vitality. It harms relationships. It all comes down to relationships. These bodies are merely our relationship vehicles. But I think it's important to note that comparison actually accelerates aging because it causes so much stress. Now, this is information you're going to want. Brimming with vitality, feeling great, having a long vitality span, a long health span, uh, does not need to be confusing, expensive, or no fun. And there are lots of things you can do that don't cost any money. They just need to, uh, you need to have a little bit of a change of mindset. Now, comparison is one of those things. It happens so easily innocently. You know, you might visit your local coffee shop or you attend a family gathering or you're just, you know, sitting mindlessly scrolling through your favorite social media site um, and boom, you start comparing yourself to some somebody else that you see. I mean, every single day we get glimpses into the lives of other people and, you know, we're we might be seeing them from a real standpoint, but we also might be seeing only what they want us to see. You know, we compare ourselves to others to evaluate ourselves. I mean, that seems a little bit opposite to me, but it's really what's been shown through lots and lots of studies. Even way back in the 1950s, a social psychologist named uh, Leon Festinger developed what he called the social comparison theory. And he found that as humans, we have an innate drive to evaluate ourselves. So we're constantly evaluating ourselves and that's how we're designed. But since we can't evaluate ourselves against nothing, we turn to comparing ourselves to other people. Now he termed uh, these comparisons, either downward comparisons or upward comparisons. So upward comparison is what happens when you're comparing yourself to someone that you perceive as better than you in some area. So maybe this person has big muscles. Maybe they um, are never sick. Maybe their skin is vibrant or it might be, you know, it, it's also might be some celebrity or some, you know, rich person, someone that you perceive as better than yourself in some area. Now upward comparison can seem like a double-edged sword. On one hand, some people say that it provides inspiration and hope and will motivate us to improve our own situation and that it is useful information. But I believe upward comparison is is very dangerous uh, it, because it fuels envy and it fuels a very negative self-view. You don't want to build your self-esteem based on what you're... What people you 're around um, so on the on the other side, if you 're feeling down about yourself and not happy with how life is going, then it's tempting to do what is termed the downward comparison in order to feel better so people do this when their self esteem is threatened um, and it 's just not a good basis for self esteem you know downward comparison. Uh, is when we find someone that we perceive as being beneath us and then we choose to compare ourselves to them. Now downward comparison is very very dangerous too. It puts a strain on relationships and it it kind of causes people to look uh at other people's negative attributes. It it's a very narrow focus and with downward comparison it's very easy to miss the complete picture of other people's strengths and successes and you know that that limits our relationship uh, quality and we just are not empathizing with each other not supporting each other in good times and bad so but now we have this devastating new tool for comparison um called social media i don't have to tell you about that um It fuels both types of comparison, upward comparison, as well as downward comparison. And they both will hijack your vitality, hurt your um, uh, relationships, and they will make you age faster. You know, we all do it. It's not good. It's a struggle that we all know too well. And we recognize those feelings of comparison the moment they happen. So, I've sort of devised these three D's of comparison, and hopefully these will resonate with you and help you realize when you're doing it. Because even just uh, researching for this podcast, it's really been enlightening to me. When you compare yourself to others, you're going to leave with one of three D's. You're either going to feel deficient, um, as if you didn't measure up. You're going to feel dominant. Oh my gosh, you feel so much better than that other loser person, or you're going to feel deprived. Uh, In other words, you're going to have kind of a victim mindset. And of course, a victim mindset is a very slippery slope that can often lead to anxiety, depression, and all kinds of broken relationships. Now, comparison is very sneaky. It creeps in when we are not paying attention. We are so easily snared in that trap and it steals our joy it always steals joy because comparison creates lots of stress lots of tension and that stress and tension can harm relationships a comparison often skews focus now I'm going to give you just three simple ways that comparison can hijack your vitality um so, number one, comparison creates distress. Now, distress is that damaging kind kind of stress. You know, we we use the word stress to mean good stress and bad stress, But there's some stress that gets you going. Uh, but comparison is really more distress uh, on the negative side than the positive side because it immediately stirs up lots of emotions, emotions that are that are negative, and um so, so that's why it's important to learn to not let it happen. Another thing that comparison does is that it breeds discontent. When you use other people as your reference, um, it can cause you to make bad decisions. I mean, even in terms of health resolutions, I mean, everybody's different. Everybody has their own set of genetics, their own uh, time constraints, their own body type, and it's just not good to use other people totally as your reference, even for something good like health. Now also, as I, as I said earlier, comparison hurts relationships because it can make it very difficult to be sincerely happy for the successes of others. So because we know now that comparison hijacks vitality, steals joy, um, and can actually make you age faster, uh, how can we learn to stop doing it? So here are just a few questions to ask yourself the next time you feel the urge to compare yourself to another person or to an image on social media or to a magazine or, you know, to anything else. So Number one, remember, compare yourself only against what you were yesterday. Now you can change many things, but you can't change everything. We all can just look at ourselves and think what what one thing, what two things do we want to be better on and start there. If you listen to Vitality Made Simple, you know that I'm all for starting simple, just doing one thing at a time. Uh, you can even compare yourself to what you were this morning if something happened or you did something, said something, uh, ate something, whatever that you wished you hadn't. you can always change that moving forward. It, it helps you not live in regret when you only compare yourself against you know what you were, Uh, a few minutes ago. Number two, uh, if you want to decrease the comparison in your life, keep a gratitude journal. Now, as we talked about, comparison breeds discontent, and discontent can lead to bitterness. Now, remember the Hebbian law that I love to talk about. There was a guy named Donald Hebb that um, kind of put together what he called the Hebbian law, and he said that neurons that Fired together, wired together. In other words, thought patterns that you have and that you nurture and that you say over and over, things you tell yourself uh, become hardwired, and those hardwires, hardwired thoughts become more automatic. So, you, so keeping a gratitude journal helps you. Uh, better hardwire good things. You don't want to be thinking about the negative. You want to not nurture that discontent. And then a third uh, thing that you can ask yourself is, how am I allowing this comparison to control my behavior, or even my opinion of myself. I mean, none of us like to be controlled by others, but we do it so automatically when we let comparison rule our life. Now, the only true motivating comparison is with yourself. It may sound trite, but concentrate on being the very best version of yourself. You are, you know, created in God's image. You are wonderfully made. So as a Christian, comparison is really telling yourself that God's plan for you wasn't good enough. You know, we tend to look at somebody else's features, somebody else's life, um, really somebody else's best features, and someone else's, you know, life that they're putting out on social media. And we compare that against what we think, you know, are our average uh, features or our average life? Comparison is very self destructive and is definitely a recipe for unhappiness. I mean, that is unless you're the best in the world at every single thing. And of course, getting back to relationships, you know, nobody wants to be friends with that person who's. The the best in the world at everything. It's all about relationships. Now, the one thing that you're best at, and this is very important to re- remember, is that you're best at being yourself. And you will know yourself better if you don't compare yourself to other people. The path to vitality is always from the inside out. Now, that's pretty good. You may hear that me say that again. Um, I like that. The path to vitality is from the inside out. So, so start on this mindset. You know, you. When you, you set yourself up for vitality, if you'll ask yourself, you know, simple questions, you know, comp- and, and compare yourself only against what you were yesterday. Keep, you know, focus on gratitude and not let other people control your behavior. Um, focus your energy on what you're capable of now and how you can uh, start moving forward to to achieve what you really want in your life. You will become happier, you'll free yourself to the shackles of false comparisons, and you'll be more focused on the present moment and appreciate the life that God has given you. Now, this is not an excuse to ignore thoughtful opinions. I want to clarify that. You know, other people, you know, people watching might give you a picture of of um much of ideas that you want to do Uh, but remember you just don't compare yourself to them you just you just learn from that and you compare yourself only to who you were earlier in the day when you stop comparing yourself to other people and you focus more internally you're going to be better at developing your own gifts now that's all simple it's not easy uh, so so start low, go slow, ask yourself those questions, give yourself grace, but be aware when you do this because it's very, very devastating to your vitality. Um, the path to vitality is always from the inside out. Hmm, I like that. This is very important because comparison will make you very tired. And I say this very concretely, because I used to envy people who didn't need much sleep, especially like in dental school, there were people who would say they could sleep three hours and still do everything. Well, heck, I needed seven or eight hours. And so I decided to try to not need much sleep. Well, the result... Was I felt terrible and eventually got sick. So, as I said earlier, comparison is normal, but remember, we want to resist normal. It feels so good to feel good, and feeling good is really not normal in our world. You know, normal is defined as the usual or the regular pattern. Most people don't really feel great, uh, it's what is typical in a society uh, at the time and, and what's familiar. So, that usual and regular pattern pattern is, is not good. Consider what normal is in our world. It's dehydrated, irritated, constipated, frustrated. A normal is overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, under boy do I understand that, uh, inflamed, and totally stressed out. You want to resist normal, and that takes intentionality. And for me, that might mean going to bed earlier. So in summary, uh, remember, comparison will hijack your vitality because it causes stress. it, when you're when your body is stressed or distressed you're not healing it, you're going to age faster you're going to look old faster it harms relationships and comparison can leave you feeling one or all of those 3 Ds that i mentioned it can make you feel deficient um uh, dominant or even deprived so focus on comparing yourself only to what you were yesterday or even earlier Uh, this morning. Be intentional about gratitude. Let gratitude fire and wire in your brain uh, rather than discontent. And ask yourself if the comparison you're feeling is driving your behavior in a direction that maybe you really don't want to go. So I thank you for joining me today for episode 47 of Vitality Made Simple. Now together, we're taking the stress out out of being healthy, because it just feels so good to feel good. Uh, Thanks to you, we're now in 437 cities. Oh, goodness gracious, we gained 11 cities this week. That's so exciting. And 46 countries, we gained one country. And I appreciate that you're sharing and subscribing because you're the reason um, this is all happening. I I am not good at social media. So Thank you. Uh, Keep up the good work. I appreciate your listening. Blessings until next time.